Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? We're the bad guys, the villains of every story. If you want to stay out of jail, you need to go good. Hey, look, it's a cat stuck in a tree. What does your heart tell you to do? Eat it. No, I want you to smack it. Skin it. Stab it. So obvious. I want you to save it. Oh, right. The bad guys. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And today we're reviewing our first 3D movie of 2022, The Bad Guys. And I watched this movie, and uh, I watched a free preview in 2D only. So I asked Classic Jake to watch it um, and tell me how the 3D was, and we'll be talking about this movie together. So, Jake, how was the 3D aspect of The Bad Guys? It was good. Like most animated movies. Uh, you know, in CG animation, you know, 3D was good. It'll it'll scratch that 3D itch if you've been jonesing for a 3D movie. Now, when I saw it in 2D, I was like, oh, man, this is beautiful. This animation, I love this art style. It, it, the, it, the environments are so rich. It's like, wow, they really put a lot of effort into this. I was, I was really thinking that the 3D would be, like, you know, awesome because how awesome the animation is. Well, this movie is more, and the, the character designs and the animation drive it more than the 3D. The 3D had beautiful depth. It just didn't really have any pop-outs. Like, uh, there were several scenes with the car I thought were missed opportunities. Where Mr. Wolf's car, they if they had just angled the shot better, you would have had a great pop-out. But they didn't. But it has, I mean, it has beautiful depth. Okay. So I would say it's good. If you really are into 3D, you know, and you gotta, and you you're Jonesen for a theatrical experience, this is it's worthwhile. It's just not doesn't have that gosh wow factor in 3D. There was any specific scene that you were like, oh, this one is this why you see it in 3D or no? Just overall nice 3D. Yeah, it's overall nice. Okay, like. Do like some money, you know, bills fly in the air, pop out or something or anything like that? Or It's all kind of, uh, this things stick out a little bit, but not very far. It's mostly depth. And it, and it really shows off some of the scenes, how they angle them. Like, do you get any like uh, snouts popping out or fingers waving at the screen? And sometimes I wonder if part of that is because they use... They're, they had a really subtle mix of 2D animation in this. I don't know if you noticed the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Were flat, uh, which made them, which ironically made them far more expressive. Oh, yeah. The, the animation here is gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, uh, they had a lot more movement in the eyes than your typical CG uh, movie, which allowed them to have less movement in the, in the, in the, in the, in the CG art because they let several scenes were were driven by the eye movements. Okay. Um, I guess uh, for your final verdict for the 3D section of this review, uh, you said it again, th- a good 3D, right? Yeah, it's good 3D. All right, now on to the movie itself. So uh, The Bad Guys is a, you know, your animated caper 
heist movie with your anthropomorphic animals. You have uh, a wolf, a snake, a spider, a shark, and a piranha. And each of those animals have their own little character. They're all, they're all different characters, and they all have their different abilities. And uh, it's all stylish. Um, yeah. Now, you said this is based on a book. I never even heard of it. A series of children's. Uh, I don't, wouldn't exactly call them children's books. You know, they're kid-friendly. Um, they're, they're almost like graphic novels, um, got comic books, you know, black and white. And um, they're basically a cross between... Uh, a kid's book and a comic book. Now, this movie really feels like the trailers kind of lied to me because I feel like this movie looks on the trailers worse than I thought it would be. When I actually watched it, I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. <laughs> this is a great movie. The trailers were confusing and the movie's not. Now, there's parts of the movie that are really absurd and uh, and if you really think about it, it don't make any sense. But if you can go with it, go with the flow like uh, a, a shark being a master of disguise that fools everyone and obviously it's just a shark in a dress or a wig you know I, I, I thought that it was funny um, for me what threw me off so much in this movie was that there's a mix of anthropomorphic animals regular animals and humans all existing at the same time. That threw me. I was like, what the hell is going on here? It's so weird. That bothered me in the least bit because this movie didn't define any rules. This movie didn't define its world. And I didn't have a problem with that because the story was so well defined and the characters were so well defined. This was almost like a, a Warner Brothers cartoon with the absurd. Only thing we didn't get is somebody hitting somebody in the head with a pan and uh, seeing bluebirds flying around and stars. Well, it, it definitely got me because I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> it's so weird. But it's, it's just one of those things where usually you don't mix up things too much. You either have humans or you have animals. or you have, And if you have anthropomorphic animals, you don't have humans. And this had all of them. And it's just like, this is a weird world. <laughs> Spaced on does that too. So and uh, and the series breaks the fourth wall all the time. It did it a little bit in this movie, but not nearly as much as the books do. And uh, so this feels like like it's a DreamWorks movie, but it feels way better. Like it feels like an Illumination movie, but it, it feels like just a high quality movie overall. Way better than I thought. Have the same vibe as. The first Despicable Me movie, but Minion free. The stupid Minion's out of here. <laughs> oh, God, I hope when, if they, I mean, this is good enough to turn into a franchise, and they've got material to do it. I just hope to God they don't turn the guinea pigs into uh, Minion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't get into that, because that's a spoiler, but yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, if you want to hear more, uh, listen to the spoiler cast. But we recommend you go see the movie first. Yeah, I mean, get back. Um, you know, you as you watch the movie, you know, you have an ability, or the Mr. Wolf has a chance to go good, and uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where is it going to be good? Is it worth being good? You have some depth here that you weren't originally really thinking, and it's a it's really interesting how they play it up, and um, there's a lot of twists and turns here. Um, I actually did not see some of this coming. I was like, huh, okay, cool. And then, oh, wow, huh. 
had some nice surprises and twists. I mean, this is a really good caper movie. And it's not dumbed down, but it's made accessible that I think a kid would have no problem following it. It's kind of like the Fisher-Price, my first little uh, Ocean's Eleven. I mean, I think it's a very much a cousin of the Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is another kind of animated caper movie. Um, and that movie is awesome, too. Um, but they're, they're both kind of cousins here. And that one's uh, stop motion. Um, and this one, you know, that's a Wes Anderson movie. And this is not this is a, a mix of 3D and 2D animation. Um, now, you mentioned like the eyes are like 2D, but the, the uh, figures are 3D creatures. It's cool. It's nice. Yeah. And, uh, and this thing is cast beautifully. They went with uh, a lot of uh, people who traditionally don't do a whole lot of uh, just voice work. And then they showcased um, Alex Borstein. She's uh, done a lot of stuff. Uh, you might know her. Most people probably nowadays know her from uh, playing the, the ever-suffering manager on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played the police in this, and she's awesome. Doesn't she also play um, uh, um, the wife on Family Guy? Um, oh, okay. What's her name in that? I believe so. Um, Meg, uh, Lois. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I love the voice cast here. I actually really love this movie. There's actually a really nice uh, mid-credit scene that is actually really worth staying for. And there's no post-credit scene. I actually stayed all the way. I was like, oh, why, why not? And um, I'm just laughing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a beautifully animated, well done. Fun movie the whole family can enjoy. Um, yeah, and it's not going to bore adults. An adult can walk. Uh, I mean, first of all, animations for everybody, not just kids. Uh, but uh, an adult would. This would not bore an adult. All right. So, what's your final score for this movie? Eight out of ten. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go give this a nine out of ten. Wow. Um, it, it surprised the hell out of me. I, I thought this was gonna be like a six or seven when I went to the theater. I was like, oh, whatever, you know, it's free. And, you know, I got to a free screening and I was just like, damn, I love this movie and I want to see this again. And I, I, this is so much fun. It's just, it's so pretty. It's such a, it's, it's just, it flows so well. I love the pacing here. The, the style is great. It's, it's just fun, fun. This is, you know, when you go to a movie, an uh, animated movie, and you're like, is it worth going to theaters for? Yes. This one definitely is. And for me, it's, it's you know, one of my highlights of 2022 so far, which I'm very happy to say. So, Uh-huh. Yeah. This is a very pleasant surprise, and I am looking forward to a sequel. Yeah. I'm like, yes, definitely. You could do sequels, franchise this, because they earned it. They earned it, they earned it, they earned it. And it feels like kind of a semi-sequel to um, Zootopia, but in some ways, it also feels a little better than Zootopia. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, if you like Zootopia from Disney, you'll definitely like the bad guys from DreamWorks. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, yeah, to me, this is everything uh, a despicable movie the sequel should have been. The same kind of fun rush. Uh, it's, it's, it's just such a cool little movie. All right, I guess that's going to be it for us. 
Bye. Bye. Okay, as this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, Kevin Winter, and Alex Folk for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.